I'm Jody Whites, Results and Success Coach, and these podcasts teach you how to make significant changes to live your dreams, make a positive impact on the world, and drop your regrets. It's time for you to get spectacular. Welcome back to Your Spectacular Life. I'm Jody Whites, your professional and personal coach, meaning that between work and life, I try to work with you to make your life no less than spectacular. I'm here with Eric McHugh. Hi, Eric. Hi, Jody. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really looking forward to it. My pleasure. So am I. Let me tell you a little bit about Eric. Eric's experience includes ad optimization for Snap Inc., consulting for Fortune 500 through the Chapter 11 bankruptcy process, dark matter research at Carnegie Mellon University with his brother's team, and helping found CartRev, a social commerce platform that had over 100 Shopify brands using Eric as a using Eric as a 30 year old entrepreneur whose philosophy emphasizes the importance of simplicity, adaptability, and a clear mind, which is translated well into the world of Web3 entrepreneurship. Eric specializes in leveraging his strategic thinking and adaptability to create innovative and effective solutions to the challenges facing this cutting industry. Presently, he is president of ShopX Web3 e-commerce, co-founder and chief officer of dating and AI-powered matchmaking. In the past, he's founded an SAS platform that replaced affiliate codes for e-commerce brands, worked as a constant for Fortune 500 companies, helped Snap optimize their ad algorithm, supported the research team at Carnegie Mellon University in their dark matter research, and interned abroad in Barcelona, Spain. Wow, that's quite a resume all all before and and you don't look much older than than 30 right now so um anyways that's great eric what you know what got you into tech had you always been interested in it uh more or less i mean when i was young i always i was curious by a lot of things that started with animals that started with nature and as i'm a 90s kid so we were right on the edge between playing outside and we got to watch the whole tech take over the world instance. So that's what really got me interested in technology. And then from there, it's like, okay, tech to me, it's inherently neutral. So it can either be a very bad thing or it can be a very good thing. It really depends. It's like a beauty is in the eye of the beholder thing. So if it's going to exist, which it exists, and I think it will persist to exist, we might as well steer to a good thing. So that, that's kind of the driving force behind me and tech. And in terms of Web3 technologies and as well as the AI dating thing, they're just what naturally they're just what naturally stimulated my curiosity. So therefore, I'm working on that. I'm sure there's other cool technologies that other people are working on. So that's where we're at. Right, right. Now, um, 
you know, how would you describe Web3 for non-tech listeners? Okay, yeah, I can, I can do that pretty simply. And I think it's important to go back to Web1, Web2, and Web3 and just briefly describe each so we understand what Web3 is. Um, Web1, Web2, and Web3, are, they're just kind of names to make it logic, like to make logical sense to everyone. So in Web1, I want you to think of read only. So if we're in Web1, we can go on the internet Either of us could read content, but we can't really create our content. We just read what's online. Web two is read and write. So I want you to think of Instagram, think of Facebook, think of any social media platform. So in web two, I could read content, but I can also write content. So I could create my content and then you, Jody, could read my content, hence read and write. The only issue with that portion, and that's we're seeing that now, is we don't own the content, meaning Instagram, Facebook, they're the ones making the money off the content. Not only that is they can cancel you for at any point at any time for right. really any reason. They could backtrack and that, that's a whole thing. And Web3, I look at Web3 as the it's just an internet with crypto baked into it. So that's read, write, and own. So in Web3, I could create the content. You could read the content, but either of us own the content so no one can really cancel us. So I think that's becoming more and more important as time goes on. Yeah, you know, that makes sense because there is so much content to share and we want to, you know, essentially be able to control that, but not have others control us to do that or control that content. Now, what about what about privacy? Now, you said that, you know, I own it, you own it, but could somebody take that content and change it and put your name on it? Um, yes and no. So in Web3, let's say hypothetically, I create a piece of content, I sell it to you. There's one of that content in the world. So just like how, let's use art, for example, since it's always good to circle back to our roots. Let's say a famous painting like the Mona Lisa. There's one of those. So if you own the Mona Lisa, someone creates a copy of it, it it's that same effect. Not only that, me as the artist in Web3, it's the content is connected to you via, via wallet address. So if you own the content, I'm the artist creator. I know who owns that specific piece of content through the wallet address. It's only owned by one person at a time. And then I can continuously give benefits or show support for you. So for example, hypothetically, let's say it's my first, um, it's my first art gallery. Only a couple of my friends and family show up because they're here to support me. I thank them in the form of a NFT version of my art. That's a piece of content that you now own forever unless you choose to get rid of it or, or lose access to it. And then in the feet, like 30 years down the line, I am the world's most famous artist um, at the famous galas. And because you were, because you supported me early, you have that piece of content that re represents a stream of value between me and you. I'm now doing very well. Like, Thank you guys so much for supporting me early. And then I can attach benefits to that piece of content, like in the form of like tickets or autographed merch. And then you can benefit from that, um, from that bilateral stream of value. So web three, it helps create a, just think of it, just creating a connection between consumer and creator. That's really just between them. So in the music world, hypothetically, if an artist were to do that, the labels wouldn't really be involved as much. They won't be taking 30% of the value all the value would just directly flow between me and you because that's honestly, I think how it should be. You know, I, I hear you and I, I know there's been arguments going back and forth that NFT and art and 
it, you know, I look at it as it gives the artist tremendous ability to really become popular, sell their art, whether again, it's music or, or um, digital art and, um, you know, and really own that and not have a lot of people with their hands in that pie. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it's for. Right. Now, getting back to your company, Shop X, tell me a little bit about that. Sure, sure. When you think of Shop X, I want you to think of the Google or Apple Web3. Long term, we're going to be a suite of products for an e-commerce brand to download an app and then interact within Web3 and earn Web3 benefits. Those benefits will be dependent on product by product case. But right now, we have two products live. The first product is ReserveX. And that's our NFT-powered loyalty program. So if you're a brand, you're on Shopify or WooCommerce, you can download our app. And then with, within less than five minutes, by filling out two simple forms, you as a brand can launch an NFT collection and attach e-commerce value to that NFT for your customers. So let's say hypo hypothetically, Nike were to launch a gold, silver, bronze-style tiered pass system. The customers, they love the brand. They want to support them. They purchase the gold style pass. Me as a, a gold pass holder, I can get exclusive benefits depending on the brand. So if they want to give me autograph merch, early access to merch in real real life events, that's totally possible from a brand. From the customer side, if you want to support the brand, it's like a loyalty. It's like a, a anthem version of a loyalty pass. So in our example, Nike launches that pass. The customer and to make it simple, Nike sells one pass for one hundred dollars. Nike, as a brand, they have control over 95% of the funds go immediately upon purchase because it's all on, on the blockchain. So if they're working with like an agency, an influencer, an artist, or whomever, they can automatically program within the smart contract, hey, when someone makes this purchase, the artist automatically gets paid their 20%. Right. So that's some, that's some cool incentive. ShopX, we earn our, we're free up. Um, ShopX earns our revenue. From that five percent so in their example nike sells one pass for 100 bucks they get 95 we get five percent or five dollars and then that leads into our second product which is squad x and that's the first ever blockchain based ambassador program so think of how twitter pays it twitter earns ad revenue and then pays its creators from that ad revenue to help people on the platform and keep them going so shopx pays our ambassadors in ethereum from ReserveX Mints. And the logic behind that is A, it's, it's honestly, it feels much better to give than receive. And B, it creates kind of an upward spiral for both ShopX, the brand, and the community. So if, hypothetically, as ShopX gets more and more brands, they make more and more revenue from more and more mints. And of, of course, their customers are happy because no one's forcing them into a system. They're like, okay, I want the benefits that come with this pass. If I want the benefits, I buy the pass. If I don't want the benefits, I, I don't buy the pass. And then as the as more and more of those happen, our ShopX community for helping our ecosystem grow, they get paid more and more Ethereum as more and more brand mints happen. They post more and more about it. They're more excited. And we all know that energy is, I think energy is pretty contagious. So they're all happy. That and that happy energy spreads to the brand side. More brands join like, oh, this is kind of cool. People are excited. Then more and more mints happen. And then as more and more mints happen, ShopX gets paid more and more ETH, thus attracting more and more community, thus attracting more and more brands, creating just like a, a situation where everyone wins because ShopX wins, we, we help get business, the brands win, they're getting sales, their customers win, they're getting benefits that they're promised, 
our community wins because they're getting paid in Ethereum for helping our ecosystem grow. So it's a, it's a nice little system we got here. Yeah, it really is. You know, um, you know, not only do you have, you know, the NFT, the rewards, uh, the big brand, the influencers, but you also have married um, crypto with all, you know, all of this helping crypto to grow. Now, um, go ahead. Yeah, there's something I really want to touch on just from a personal yep. standpoint that yep. makes this all tie together. My overall goal in life is to live a nice, peaceful life. I think pretty much all of us want that. And I couldn't, it's more difficult to do that if I view the money system as corrupt, stealing from people on a second by second basis. So that's what originally drew me into crypt, the crypto ethos. And that started with Bitcoin. So rather than onboard like my mom, my dad at Thanksgiving dinner into crypto, slowly but surely, it did, it took forever. <laughs> ShopX is a good way to leverage that to onboard people at scale. And not only that, it's like, because you can't, I think we both know you can't force anyone to do anything, but this offers incentives for people to want to enter the space. Like, for example, right. if Nike were to do it, and we have some major clients like Fox, if they were to, like, if Nike were to do that, they launched a gold style pass, that's a good way to offer incentives to millions of people to want to enter the space because they want the benefits. Sure. And what and once they enter the space, whether they want to learn more at their own pace, that's completely up to them. But the important thing is they have some skin in the game. Like, okay, this is kind of cool. I kind of understand the ownership aspect. Yeah, this is a nice benefit. Okay, people are really into this. And then hopefully it spikes their curiosity. But if it doesn't, it doesn't again. This is, it's for them. It's a learning thing. Right, right. But it, it sounds like it's, uh, again, when they enter in, they've got benefits, they can go slow, they can do what they want, but but they can slowly see it grow until they they want to jump in even more. So yeah, now, now getting back to the personal, um, you said that, you know, you didn't, you know, you don't feel good about the current financial situation of the way we do business with money or stocks or banking tell me a little more about why oh because um it's our current mon monetary system is funneling money from the poorest the average the middle class and then sending it to the very top which are mostly corrupt and that system perpetrates corruptivity meaning this um one person let's say the overall the system is filled with good people one one corrupt person gets on top they they use the corrupt methods to get their corrupt friend in there and then now there's two people and it spreads someone like a virus the main issue i view of that is the um the monetary system isn't backed by anything so the federal reserve which is a company not it's privately owned too by the way but they're the ones who print all the money for america so think of it this way during covid they printed six trillion dollars if we're all trading hours for life, or like our hours for life, six trillion times, like an average salary is like fifty thousand. So if you divide six trillion by fifty thousand, that comes out to be a lot of years. So you can think of that as taking away the years of that many people. So it, it really just perverses the incentive system. And with our current system, the easiest way to make a lot of money is to be corrupt, to join the government, to join politics, and go that way because of the rent-seeking behavior. Whereas in, if, whereas in crypto, the only real way to get value is to, it's, an, it's on a voluntary basis. So if someone wants to send you the value, you have to provide something equal in return. And I know there's a bunch of crypto scams, but that's just people flying for scams and they have to weed out. 
Right, like there always will be. But crypto, what I'm hearing from you is is kind of the great equalizer. It's always value for value. Um, it's equal, uh, equal opportunity, not oppor equal outcome. So everyone has a chance, but the outcomes it really depends on the individual basis. A lot of the ethos is based on individual empowerment, your crypto, your responsibility. Which comes with some negatives and some positives. Like, a, it's also great to be free of the financial system. Like, if someone, if all the banks are closed, people's bitcoins will stay in their wallet. But on the flip side, you have to learn how to properly take care of the crypto because if you lose your crypto, again, you can't call the bank type of thing. Right, right. Now, um, you know, you. It looks like you've worked with a number of people. I'm curious about the term dark matter. Can you explain that to our listeners? Uh, I don't think anyone can explain that. It's it's still it's still very complicated. And to give your listeners well, a, some, a very quick yeah, explanation. Yeah. Uh, to give your listeners some backstory, um, it was my brother's team. He's an engineer at CMU, so I helped do the research. I pretty much just kind of wrote the papers. They did the heavy research. The experiment itself, which I found personally fun, back to the ethos of going back to the curiosity. What um what stimulates your curios your intellectual curiosity. They just have a simulation called Illustra, so it pretty much just simulates all the stars moving, so you can kind of map mm -hmm. out the universe that way. Okay. So the dark matter, I would say, is the nothing in between all mm -hmm. the stars and system that mm -hmm. no one knows what it is. And from a whole, from a spiritual perspective, that is a whole. That is, that's a whole rabbit hole. I like that from yeah. a spiritual perspective. No, that clears it up. I. I don't know if it was dark matter on the dark web or, not. <laughs> you know. Yeah. We try yeah. to stay away from the dark web. It's yeah, yeah. I, I think of dark matter as just the void, the, exactly. the, the nothingness. You know, yeah, some say it's uh, black holes that have burned out, or stars that have burned out are now black holes. But I don't know if that's true. I'm sure it's much more. Yeah, no, a, a star that burns out can become a black hole. It really depends if the gravity falls in on itself, mm. which could theoretically create a wormhole. But no one's proven that because no one can obviously go through a black right. hole. But but right. it, it's a whole. It's a whole fun mystery that humans are going to unravel sure. as we move forward in time. Yeah, I love that. I love that we still we have many mysteries. You know, we don't know. You... We don't know. We don't know anything. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I totally agree with that. <laughs> yeah. So, what made you create? You work with your brother's team, and what made you want to create Shop X? Sure, sure. So, so to go back, you'd have to go to my first because out of college i was i had these typical nine to five jobs the first one was at snapchat inc that was helping optimize their ad algorithm the main reason i chose that is because it's in venice beach i know you're from cali where their campus it's like not just one building in venice beach they bought a bunch of different houses yeah. so i thought i thought it was cool just to jump around different houses and work with different groups of people on venice beach which is pretty <laughs> sweet so that's yeah. reason one and two is right before their ipo because i wanted to see what's going what going through that would be like and after that i got my first nine to five job as a bankruptcy consultant so what that is is when a fortune 500 company like washington mutuals one of our clients they go bankrupt there's a lot of debt that has to be divided up amongst a lot of people yeah. so that's yeah. the main purpose and then that debt-based system there's tiers of creditors meaning group a gets paid first group b gets paid second so forth and so forth and i'm sure you can guess where me and you are just like the normal people would land. Right. It's not a. It's not probably a the bottom of the bottom of the, the barrel. <laughs> the, yeah, um, the normal people get the scraps. So yeah. I, 
at that time, I didn't view that as right. And not only that, is my incentive as a consultant was to build hours to the client, meaning I would do work slowly just because I'm building out to the client, which in turn was probably taking money from the mom and pops of the world. I didn't like that. And at that point, I was really getting into cryptocurrency with my friends. So I quit that job uh, without a plan. Then I started going to cryptocurrency meetups in the local area. And that's when I met the original ShopX team. So great. Wow, that's exciting. So um what what would you say is are some of your biggest challenges with your your own self and ShopX? So the biggest challenge for myself is just trying to learn more about myself. So I, I do plenty of meditation going in, just extracting all those traumas and aversions and trying to just do better for the world. So I would say that there are two goals. There's an inner purpose and an outer purpose. I would say the inner purpose, everyone has the same. And that in itself is whether you know it or not to raise your level of consciousness to a higher, to a higher state of consciousness. And if you take that, if you dissect that more, each level of consciousness, which aligns with the chakras has a certain, a certain specific vibration. It's like anger is around 200. Love is at like 500. The Buddha, Krishna, and Jesus, they were at a thousand. So everyone is trying to raise their level of consciousness to, to ascend. And in turn, with raising your own level of consciousness, you raise the level of consciousness of those around you. So I think that's everyone's inner purpose, whether they know it or not. The outer purpose kind of aligns with their inner purpose, but it's more the business side. So my purpose is to onboard as many people into crypto as as possible. And ShopX is a great vehicle to do that because I think onboarding people in crypto would be good. I find Web3 and ShopX super interesting, so it doesn't feel like work to me, so it just kind of all works. You know, it, it's it's so great. Um, I've talked to a number of people who were in tech, coding, um, doing a bunch of stuff, and crypto people, but um, I don't think I've ever heard, uh, you know, your your spiritual desires to really be moved into the in your own personal workplace of really both onboarding, but to also raise the consciousness, the spiritual consciousness of people. How did you, uh, how did you, as has always been important to you? Um, more or less. I mean, when I was in, I had the pretty standard lifestyle, I mean, like college, all that, but I've always been interested in meditation. But it's it's the situation when when the student is ready, the teacher approaches itself. So then all of a sudden I start getting like I just started research. Like I just started because I've always been an avid reader. So I'd read a bunch of tech stuff, entrepreneurs. Like I've read all the bio like bio, biographies of pretty much all entrepreneurs. But all of a sudden I found one spiritual book. Um I think my first one was A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. Oh, yeah. I re highly recommend that. So then that's what kind yeah. of kicked it off. And then I started getting in contact with or like just not even getting content, but start meeting people who are on a similar path, which I think we both know that's how the universe works. Then we started sharing with each other's content. Like I had some videos, they sent videos, they sent recommendations. And I just all took over from there. A big milestone for me is I just got back from a, or not like, like two months ago, I got back from a 10 day noble science meditation retreat in Joshua tree. Nice. So, so that, that was a transformative, beautiful experience. And that's, yeah. that leveled up the whole spiritual thing. So like now when I'm working like when I'm working, I have like a monitor set up in my room, like all my Excel spreadsheet, but in the background, it's always just some like esoteric, mm. like maybe Joe Dispenza or something along those lines, Aaron Dowdy. 
just I'm trying to program my mind with that type of content because I think it serves me the most. Yeah. If it serves me the most, it serves other people the most. So we all win. Yeah, you know, I think um, I think it, it it does. It absolutely serves everyone if you can have an intention of again meeting people with your highest consciousness with your best self and then everything else flows around that as you said you know you met up with others who have the same value system and the same thoughts and the same outcomes so um i think uh, i think it's great to hear this and i'm i'm going to be interested in looking at shop x and as a way to familiarize myself more with crypto um, Eric, how can other people find out more about ShopX? Yeah, so the best way to learn about ShopX is if you go to our website, shopx.co, and from there, social handles will be the next best bet. So Instagram is ShopX Labs, Twitter is ShopX Labs. But if you really want to learn more about ShopX, the absolute best way to do this is to go to our Discord, go to our Discord channel. So within our Twitter bio, we have a Discord channel for community members. And then you can ask our community members what they think of the project. What I love about them is they're straightforward, meaning if they don't like something, they are the first people to hear tell us about it. Right. But in the mean, but they're but if they like something, they'll tell people. So they're honest. So if you want honest feedback on the product, you just go to the community, don't go to the team members. As great as or as as me, I'm to be honest, I'm a little biased. So I'll be like, Shopping is amazing, but let's see what the community has to say. Right. That's a great, that's a great um, uh, testimonial that, you know, the team members, they're within the company. Of course, they're going to say great things, but um, the people who have used that are going to uh, really have an honest opinion. And can you give me your, uh, your that's your Instagram channel or Twitter? When, when uh, can you give me information on that? Yeah, so the Twitter and Instagram for ShopX is the same. It's ShopX Labs. Okay. M my personal is Eric D. McHugh, and my Twitter is Eric McHugh Zero. Great. And that's M C H U G H, right? Correct. I'll send you in the email just all the social links. So it's all easy for you. Okay. Then I'll put that in the show notes. That'll be great. Well, um, that that is great. You know, I want to thank you so much, Eric for spending the time talking about yourself, your philosophy, and um, ShopX. It's been really interesting. I'm, I'm going to look at more uh, just to uh, just figure out what's going on and, uh, you know, educate myself a little more deeply. And yeah, if, any, if you or any of your listeners do have any questions, like, like I mentioned earlier, I really do enjoy onboarding people in Web3, or not onboarding, I mean, helping them find out why they'd want to be interested. So if you have any questions or any listeners have any questions, just DM any of those accounts and you'll get a response. Great. Great. Well, thank you so very much. And um, I look forward to uh, following you. Yeah, Shop X. Yeah. All right, Eric, you take care. Okay. You too. Bye. Okay. Bye. I'm so grateful that you've listened to the end of this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review it, and share it with your friends. I love teaching insights so that you can have a more impactful and meaningful
meaningful life. It's my mission to build a thriving community of happy, fulfilled people. Want more? Visit my website at yourspectacularlife.com.